everyone, what is going on? Welcome to another episode of High Stakes with Steve Rosenberg. I'm your podcast host, Steve Rosenberg, where we talk about real business, real life, and real situations. And again, this is for people who are building a business, own a business, starting a business, anything you're trying to do and try to be that better person. And this is my goal for you. So what I want to talk about today is a lot of people ask me that know that I'm an airline pilot. So I've been an airline pilot for almost 30 years, flying almost all kinds of Boeing aircraft, almost every kind of Boeing aircraft, from a 727 all the way up to a 777 and 787 I am qualified on. And a lot of people ask me, what, how is that relatable to business? And, you know, I got to be honest, at first, I didn't think it was. I didn't think being a pilot had anything to do with business. And I used to really not even talk about it that much because I didn't think it was that different. I didn't think it was that similar. I'm sorry. And so what I ended up realizing was that it actually is amazingly tied in together. And when I built my business, I didn't realize how much I was actually integrating in and crossing over my background of being an airline pilot of checklists, standardization procedures from a pilot's perspective, how I wove that into my business. And, you know, when you look at the systemization of a business and you look at how succinct they are and how it happens everywhere in the world, it is amazing. So I want to paint a picture for you. And I think this is very, it's very, very impactful. So make sure just really envision this. And I'm sure most people have probably flown on an airplane at some point in their life or they will at some point. Um, And next time you're at the airport and you see an aircraft coming up to a gate to park, right? You just see an airplane coming up like it's going into a parking spot and you really don't think much about it. But let me explain to you what is actually going on because this to me is the perfection of what a business is. So I fly a Boeing uh, 777 right now, 777. Uh, This aircraft weighs about 600,000 pounds gross takeoff weight. It holds almost 380 people and it carries about 230,000 pounds of fuel. So imagine this is essentially an apartment complex coming into a gate. And when this aircraft comes into the gate, what happens is you have 380 people getting off the aircraft, okay? All of their bags are getting offloaded along with cargo that the aircraft is carrying, okay? Next, you have all the fuelers hooking up the fuel lines, these big massive lines pumping fuel back into the plane for the next destination. The caterers are cleaning all the stuff off the airplane and they're restocking the airplane. The cleaners are cleaning the airplane. You've got flight attendants prepping the cabin. You've got the maintenance people doing all the maintenance checks. Then you've got the pilots in the cockpit. We're checking the weather. We're checking our route, our destination. We're making sure all the safety items are done. And then you get 380 people get back onto this aircraft. All of their bags and cargo get loaded. And normally this is done in a very time sensitive manner of under an hour or just about an hour. And the best thing about this, when you think about this, is that not one of us have to talk to anyone else to know who's doing what job. Think about that. All these people are basically getting this huge mega piece of machinery into a gate, out of a gate with new people, new bags, new food, and no one ever talks to anyone in a time critical manner. Now, I could be in Tokyo, Japan, Rio de Janeiro, Los Angeles, London, England, it doesn't matter. I know for a fact that fuelers are going to do their job. I know the caterers are going to do their job. It's not like I'm in London and I'm like, hey, is it my job? Am I the one who loads bags today in London? 
No, I know they're doing their job. I don't have to question it. Now we verify it. We trust, but verify. And we have checklists to verify things, but we don't have to talk to anyone. And so my question to you is in your business, what are you doing? Now in the airlines, we call this the dance. When a plane comes up to the gate and all this happens, this is called the dance. So to you, what is your dance in your business? I guarantee you have one. It may be a mosh pit, a rave, or it may be like the tango, right? But how is it done? And does everyone know their job to know what they're doing succinctly without ever talking to anyone in any city that you may be operating in? Because think about that. That is such a huge, huge, valuable tool when it comes to dealing with getting a for us, getting an aircraft turned around, but whatever the process is for your business. Because, man, that I got to say, just when I see that now, it gives me chills watching this happen and knowing that this happens multiple times a day and it's just done over and over and over again all over the world. And the thing is, is you want to be able to handle systems, right? I'll give you an example. When you have your employees and the type of leadership that you may have in your business when it comes to systems, um, the type of leader you are, let's say, for example, when, you know, you you started the business and maybe, for lack of a better term, it's, it's your company. So your name's on the wall, right? You're legally responsible. You want to make sure things are done correctly. So it's your business. It's your company. And you may be the kind of leader that when somebody messes up, Maybe you kind of help them out. You kind of get involved, right? Now you're more involved because it's your business. And if they really start screwing up, I mean, they really start messing up your business, you will push them out of the way if you have to to make it right. I'll do it. Let me take care of this. I know how to deal with this guy. I'll handle it, right? And you kind of get involved and you take over and now you're doing that. But let me ask you a question. Why do you turn right? Oh, you don't know what I mean. Let me explain this here. When you go to get on an aircraft and you're a passenger, you turn right. You go, you sit in your seat, you buckle up, you put your headphones on, you're in another world, right? Why don't you turn left? Do you know what left is? Left is where we sit. That's where the pilots sit, right? You do, never, I've never had a passenger come up and tell me how to fly my aircraft, whether it's a 45 knot blowing snow, thunderstorm, it doesn't matter. I've never had a passenger come up and say, hey, Steve, I think you need to go a little left of track here for this weather because I don't think that this is a good idea. Never had that. But yet, you don't know me. You don't trust me. No, let me take it back. You don't know me. You trust me. You trust me inherently with your business and your life. Think about that. You trust me with your life and your family's life. But when it comes to your own business, you don't trust your own employees that you hired, that you vetted, that you trained. And if you didn't train them, then that's a you problem, right? Why? Why do you trust me and you've never met me, but you don't trust your own employees to do their job? I mean, we're not perfect, right? I, I would say that, I'm, you know, I hate to say it, we like to think we're perfect as pilots, but we're not. We make mistakes. As a matter of fact, I would say we make fatal mistakes as airline pilots. Why do you trust us, Right? There are 12,000 pilots that work at the company that I work with. 12,000. I can get in the cockpit of any one of those other pilots. I don't have to know them. I don't have to meet them. And I know exactly what that person's going to do. Whether it's an emergency, whether it's getting ready to push back, whether we're in climb, descent, deviating weather, abnormal, going across down to Africa, going to Europe, South America, whatever. We know how to do our jobs. 
Why? We know we're going to make mistakes. I know the person next to me is going to make a mistake. But what's the trust I have? I'll tell you. The trust I have is we have systems. Our systems as pilots are so perfect that we don't need to be. We do not need to be perfect because our systems are perfect, right? We know that if we make mistakes, and the reality is, is we are going to make mistakes, right? But the systems catch those mistakes. So my question to you is, what systems do you have in your business to catch your mistakes? The key to being successful as a business owner is to make your business systems dependent, not people dependent. Now, you need people to do the job, don't get me wrong, and you need to treat your people correctly, but you want to make sure that the system catches the mistake. The system catches the flaws. That is what's going to make you skill and grow your business. And training. How often do you train your employees? Many people put an employee through a two-week kind of half-assed training in doc, uh, and then they never see training again, and then they wonder why they don't know what they're doing. My question to you is, what kind of training system should you have, right? You look at professional sports athletes. They train seven days a week for a game on Sunday, right? A two-hour game, but they train all week for that, right? Pilots, we train all the time for mistakes. We don't wish a mistake doesn't happen. We train for it. We want to know exactly what, how are we going to react? What are we going to deal with when an accident or something goes on, right? So that we know how to react and deal with it. We don't just hope and pray that it doesn't happen. Here's the thing. When an emergency happens with us, we don't get the option to just go sit outside, have a smoke break, maybe let off steam, deal with it tomorrow. We don't have that. What do we have to do? We still have to land the plane, right? We have to deal with the emergency as it comes. So my question to you is, how do you deal with emergencies? Do you train for them or do you just avoid them? Do you basically roll up your sleeves and get in the way and start dealing with emergencies as they come because you're the owner? If you do that, I'll tell you, there's a, there's a very, very fatal mistake you're doing is what you're doing is, is you're training your team that whenever there's a problem, whenever they mess up, they know that you are going to be the superhero. You are going to jump in, put on your cape, and you are going to fix the problem. But are you really fixing the problem? Or are you basically training your team that no matter what happens, when there's a mess up, you will jump in and fix it? Is that really what you want? Do you want to be that person that you basically have just trained all of your employees that whenever there's a problem, whenever there's a mistake, you will jump in and you will deal with it? I don't think you do. I don't think that's how you want to run your business because now every time they're just going to go, you know what? I'll just wait. Even if I screw up, he's going to come fix it anyway. So I might as well just let him fix it the first time. Now you are basically not being a leader. You are basically teaching them that you are the superhero. And let's face it. You don't have all the answers. I hate to tell you this. Even though you started the business doesn't mean you are the right person to do all these things. Just because you started it, just because you created it, does not mean that you are always the right person to handle all situations. A good business owner makes sure that they surround themselves with people better than themselves. I mean, in a perfect world, your staff and your team should be better at their specific roles and duties than you are. That's how you know that you're operating your business on systems and procedures and not based on ego and pride. Because so many people, they operate their business on ego and pride. And guess what happens? When it all goes down, they look at you and you are the one that basically is the cause of the failure of your business because you didn't understand that a business needs to run on systems and procedures. I couldn't I'll give you an example, going back to the dance. I can't be the one who fuels the airplane, loads the bags, cleans and caters the airplane. I can't do all those things and make sure that I'm doing my job correctly. 
I could tell the other pilots, hey, guess what? I just fueled the airplane. They're going to go, yeah, but what about all the safety checks you were supposed to do to make sure we made our destination? I don't know. I didn't have time to do that, but I loaded all the bags, and I think I got all the bags squared away in, in the cargo bin. They're going to go, that's not your job, right? And so that's many times we do this in our business. That's not our job, but we take on responsibilities. When you're the boss, when you're the leader, right, you are the one who's in charge, and a leader makes sure that they surround themselves with good people and they give them the ability to lead their own teams, to make sure you have that decentralized command so that they can do what they need to do. And you, obviously you trust, but you verify everything. And I believe in verifying everything with KPIs, which are key performance indicators. These are metrics. This is how you metric everything. But again, if you're not doing this and you're not doing this correctly, what are you doing, right? You're, you're basically creating your own job. You're creating your own problems because you hired people to do these jobs, right? Just like the airlines hires people to fuel the planes, load the bags, check the fuel. They hire people to do these things. If I went out of order and I started doing these things, they're going to fire me. My question to you is who fires you? Who makes sure that you're the one that's accountable, that you're the one that gets things done? Because if you're not, you should, maybe you're the problem. Maybe you should be fired, right? Everyone thinks that just because you're the boss and you're the owner that you don't need to be accountable. I don't agree with that. I think that you're the most accountable. You're the one who actually needs to make sure that everyone else is doing their jobs, right? And maybe your job is to be the visionary, to grow the business, to see the big picture. But if you have that tunnel vision, right, and you got those goggles on and you can't see outside of your tunnel, you're not doing your job, which means you're not growing your business. Business is a team sport. It's not a singular sport. I've never met one person who's a business owner that sits there and tells me, hey, you know what? I am super successful because I did it all by myself. No one else helped me. That person doesn't exist, right? And so if for you to think that you are going to be successful, you're going to be the one that does it all and no one else helped you, you're wrong. It's not going to happen. You've got to remember that the key to being successful is making sure you surround yourself with good people. You get them aligned with the goal, with the vision. Everyone knows the destination, just like when we're flying an airplane. Look, I could be the best pilot in the world. When that dance happens and that fueler is fueling the airplane, if he puts the wrong amount of fuel on and it's not enough to get us to the next destination, it doesn't matter how good of a pilot I am. We are not going to make it. So what happens in your business is somebody doesn't put the right amount of fuel into your business, into your system for your dance. If you don't have that, what do you have? Right. And that's normally bad leadership. It's going to go back to the leadership of the fuel company that says, Hey, why are you not putting the right amount of fuel? These guys just crashed. Now you're responsible for that. Is there that leadership? Is there accountability? Are you training your team to do the right things so that you're in any city, any market, and you know exactly what's going on? Because if you say, well, I can't be in two places at one time, well, I would agree, you can't. But what you can do is you can be successful and you can be that business owner that builds your business based on systems, policies, procedures, and structure. So again, just remember that and think about what is your dance? Document everything that you can. Every business normally has somewhere between eight and 11 processes and procedures. You need to look at your business and ask, what are your processes? What are your procedures? Is it systemized? Is it automated? And is it outsourced? Always think of those three things. And everything has a dance. Every business has a dance. Your business has a dance. You just don't realize it. So again, just think about what your dance is and you will be exponentially successful, much more than you may be now if you don't do this now. If you do this now, congratulations. You're way above 
95% of all businesses out there because 95% of businesses will fail in the first five years because they don't have a final destination for their business. They don't have a dance. They don't understand that a business is made up of team, which is policies, procedures, structure, made up of people, everybody doing their part in their own dance. They think that they need to be the superhero. They think they need to do it all. I don't agree with that. I don't think that's the right way to do it. I think that the only way you're going to be successful is making sure you have the right people in the right seat doing the right things. So hopefully this helps. And this is uh, High Stakes with Steve Rosenberg. And we will catch you next episode. Thank you. Thank you.